Welcome to the Supply Chain Ambassador Podcast. I'm your host, Bruno, helping you navigate the world of supply chain in a fun and engaging way. On today's podcast, I have with me the Assistant Deputy Minister for the Material Group at the Department of National Defense, Mr. Troy Crosby. Troy Crosby is a graduate of the Collège Militaire Royal de Saint-Jean, the University of Tennessee, the Empire Test Pilot School, and the Canadian Forces Command and Staff College. His military postings included positions as the Senior Manager for the CF Hornet, Officer in Charge of Fixed Winged Flight Test at the Aerospace Engineering Test Establishment, and Weapon System Manager and Project Manager for the Tactical and Medium Altitude long endurance unmanned aerial vehicles. Since his retirement in 2008, he has served as the Director of Operational Services at the Transportation Safety Board of Canada, the Project Manager for the Next Generation Fighter Capability Project at DND. As well, he has worked in positions as the Director General of Major Project Delivery, both for the Royal Canadian Air Force and the Army. He has served as the Director General of Defence Major Projects at Public Services and Procurement Canada. And most recently, he, in November 2019, he was appointed the position of Assistant Deputy Minister for the Material Group at the Department of National Defence. Welcome, Troy. Thank you. Great to be here. Can you share with us, give us a bit more context of your journey to your current role? Yeah, a great question. Of course, you've just gone over my resume, so I won't repeat that. But just reflecting back on it, I'd say two, two things come to mind. One is uh, as my career advances, first as a specialist in whatever area I happen to be working in, but as continuing my career, I find myself moving into more and more of a generalist sort of role. And then from a leadership perspective, of course, I start off individuals working in teams, then take on supervisory and management roles. And the approach to leadership evolves with time from leading people directly to leading through people. And now I find myself as the assistant deputy minister here at the Material Group at DND. It's a big organization, it's about 4,500 people, sadly, many of whom I'll never even have the opportunity to meet. And now you're leading through people and it's more about setting context and vision for the way forward rather than a day-to-day management or leadership sort of role. Yeah, wow. Can you briefly describe with us what exactly you do? Well, it goes to that sense of setting directions, shaping things. It's about being part of the conversation, talking about what we're trying to achieve, what the future looks like, what's happening around us that we need to be aware of in order to head in the right direction. Yeah. So that shaping conversation, taking part in governance meetings, providing feedback is is pretty much the day to day. Yeah. Wow. And what would you say you love about your work? I would say that it aligns with my values. (laughs) With that, I'd include purpose, having a meaningful purpose to what we do, 
because I think what we do is really important. It's challenging work and I value that and I really value that, sorry, I really value helping people to succeed and all of that together within the materiel group, given the size and complexity of what we do just uh, aligns really well with, with my personal values. Yeah. And are there any common misconceptions that you've heard about what you do? It's probably some thought there that I have a lot of control. And actually, that's not the case. It's actually about, again, shaping and knowing that you've got a team that's able to adapt and be creative and flexible is really what the job is about. At a point in time, I always thought that if I reached a certain level, I'd have more control over my calendar. And in fact, I have far less control over my day-to-day -day calendar than I ever imagined I would. And I think the deputy minister has probably even got even worse. Yeah, that, that came as a bit of a surprise, but it's all good. And what would you say, what are the challenges that you've faced and how have you worked to overcome these challenges? Probably like most people, it's always finding balance, the balance between the demands of work and these are demanding jobs. We've got important work that we need to do. We also have our family obligations and the things that we need to be able to do to keep ourselves healthy, mentally healthy, physically healthy. It's that finding the right balance is a challenge. Yeah. You can't say I've always gotten it right, uh, but I've had great people around me supporting me and there to help me when things have been a little overwhelming at times along the way. And that really helps get through the tough points. And can you share with us any new exciting projects that you are working on? This one's a bit down in the weeds. We're referring to it as continuous capability mm -hmm. sustainment. What we'd really like to be able to do is provide ourselves with tools to use the flexibilities that exist out there already so that we can make sure that investments happen in our major equipment so that we can continue to make sure that the Canadian Armed Forces have the equipment they need, modern, reflecting current technology. We all know that our processes can be kind time consuming. So this continuous capability sustainment is an approach to providing funding on an ongoing basis without necessarily the same approach to seeking approval that can that can be very time consuming and challenging. So we'll see where this goes, but hopeful. Well, when I think of leadership, I picture this big ship and trying to navigate where the ship goes and this ship being the D&D or I guess I work in the Navy, so I'm thinking ships, right? What would you say is the trajectory you see us going towards from where we were to where we're headed. So it's a great, it's a great analogy. We're, what we're trying to achieve is to um, adapt new ways of doing our work that are reflective of the pace of technology. The tools that we use in our day-to-day -day work for sure, but even more so when we consider what we're achieving here, which is equipping the Canadian Armed Forces, our processes adapt to be appropriate to delivering those technological updates in a timely way so that we're not delivering obsolete equipment or we deliver equipment that's 
fit for purpose in the current context, but within a few years is going to have fallen behind our allies or the, the operational need. I think we're very good at what we do, but the demands are only going to be more challenging in the future. We've got to adapt to that. We've got to look forward into the future and find ways of adapting our methods. Absolutely. Every year, new technologies come out that really outpace technologies prior. So as a procurement officer, and I do procure quite a bit of innovative technology. So I see that rapid change and, and having the right people that can adapt to those changes is critical. So I definitely see your point. What advice can you give to listeners listening? Yeah, it goes from where we were just talking about the future. We need to be, need to be a student of mm -hmm. what we do. We really need to understand, not just understand the rules, that's a good place to start when you're first getting into a new domain, but understand why we do what we do. That'll make you a great practitioner. But then, I, then maybe I'd go with a, a bit of a metaphor here, if you'll allow me. And I would say, if somebody was to instruct you to paint something green, let's do, you can do that as a practitioner, you, you could paint something green. But if you're a student and you understand that by mixing yellow and blue, you can get different shades of green, now you're an artist. And now you can bring creativity to the solution. So it's really understanding how things work, why they are the way they are, and then looking for the solution rather than simply following process, which is a great place to start. And it's really important to be a student of other people's experiences as well, in order to adapt and find those creative solutions for the future. Yeah, absolutely. I find myself in my day-to-day -day procurement roles <clears throat> that a lot of the procurements that I'm receiving, I know the process for procurement, but I'm getting a lot of these, in, when I get into these innovative procurements, the complexity of these, but what I do love is the, is it offers me the opportunity to actually dig in, to, to research, to problem solve, to find new ways to procure these items, to look at solutions in a different context. I really like your analogy. We can inspire ourselves to be artists <laughs> rather than just the painter. Problem, pro, pro, problem solvers. And problem solvers. one of the amazing things about this community is there's so much experience out there. There's so much going on every day. And by having this community, and this is a great initiative that you've got going here, exchanging these sorts of stories and information, then people can reach out and they can bring different solutions together to find creative ways of doing something novel, something nobody else has done yet. Yeah. It's, it's really a great initiative. And thank you for, for inviting me here today. Thank you. I'm very happy to have you here. Any call to action that you'd like to share? Yeah, I, I go back to one of the values that I expressed there about helping people and having purpose and taking on challenges and doing meaningful things. That takes individuals and it takes people. And I think we've all come to recognize that there's inequality in our system that means that not everybody has the same opportunities to bring their best selves to work every day. Um, every, every one of us is unique uh, and the conversations we've been having about diversity and inclusion over the past couple of years have really taught me that 
know, there's the conversations we're having about Black Lives Matter, about Indigenous community involvement. I've even come now to understand that we're all different people and on any given day we're all struggling with different challenges. But if we can all come together and make our place, our workplace, one where we can all thrive and where we can all enable and celebrate each other's successes, if that's how we define our own success, is through the successes of others, we can accomplish extraordinary things. Yeah, my call to action would be, let's be there for each other every day and make it our goal and define our successes through the successes of our colleagues. Um, people around us, the people who are joining us. The work we're doing is super important. Yeah, that'd be my, that'd be my wish. Wow, that's, yeah, I agree 100%. Diversity is our strength. I have a question. This is just my personal question. I see you, you have quite the exciting career, and I'm just wondering if you wanted to share some of the highlights of your career that you've had so far. Good career highlights hard to pick one. I can't honestly think of any one. It's, it's just been a journey of really interesting things. It means taking on challenging jobs that are not easy jobs that we do and taking on a hard challenge and succeeding at it with a fantastic team. I've worked with some just absolutely remarkable teams in the past. The high-performing teams where everybody's looking out for each other and they've got each other's backs and they're problem-solving and it's so energizing. That comes to mind. Really interesting courses and professional development opportunities. Of course, we have, that comes back to balance. Those compete for time and effort. But that's just a great journey. I guess my recommendation to everybody would be find the things you love to do and get out there and just throw yourself into it. And those great opportunities and moments will just they'll happen, they'll come. Truer words have never been spoken. Thank you so much for taking the time to sit with me and discuss your experiences and your journey. And I will leave off with the quote of the day. This is from Theodore Roosevelt, who once said, in any moment of decision, the best thing you can do is the right thing. The next best thing you can do is the wrong thing. And the worst thing you can do is nothing at all. So if, we, if there's one takeaway from today is that get out there, be supportive to your colleagues, problem solve with those around you and you can achieve great things don't be afraid to try something new <laughs> it's a great message thank you yeah that is it that is all